It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. Oh, Sauce Gardner. Here he goes! Goodbye and hello Enzo! And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. Thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time for the Jets-Packers pregame report. The Jets taking on the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. And boy, are the Packers going to be pissed because of that loss against the Giants in the UK last week. They're 3-2. and two. They're reeling a little bit. We'll talk about how this one could go with our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, what's up, brother? Uh, you know, not too much. Uh, I, I just want, you know, I think the the season so far, it, it, it's a little like inaccurate view of where this team is right now, I think. And I think fans are getting a little carried away with stuff. But I just want to say, aren't you guys happy that you, you have the ability to get carried away? And isn't that, for now, at least just enough a lot of the players are playing very, very well, Chris, particularly the young players, the rookies. We saw what Brees Hall did, Sauce Gardner winning Defensive Rookie of the Week, but also Quentin Williams. Now, Quentin Williams is in his fourth year, but he's still a young man. He's only 24 years old, and here's where he's at right now in terms of his season. Among interior defensive linemen, second in sacks, first in sack rate, fourth in pressure percentage, fifth in pass rush win rate. Absolutely dominating So we'll see if this keeps up But right now he is playing like the Quinn and Williams That we expected the Jets to get When he was drafted number 3 overall In the 2019 draft Another player who's making a big difference On the Jets defense though A former 4th round pick But nonetheless a former pro bowler as well Quan Alexander Jets signed him for just over a million dollars And he's been arguably The best linebacker on the team So far this season Robert Salowin asked about Quan Alexander said that Alexander has, quote, brought a different swagger to the defense. In his end-of-week presser, Robert Sala also praised special teams coordinator Brant Boyer, who Chris and I are both big fans of. He said he's under his third head coach and is the common denominator for the team's strong special teams in recent years. It's true. They didn't have the best year that final year under Adam Gase, but other than that, the special teams have been very, very good for Brant Boyer. However, one black mark under his resume has to be the fact that they've had so much trouble finding a kicker. Brayden Mann is starting to punt a lot better, though, so that bodes well for him. And last note here, Chris, as far as the game today, Jermaine Johnson not going to play. He's the only one, though, and the Jets are getting Quincy Williams back. So he'll come in, help Quan Alexander and C.J. Mosley. Any thoughts on what we heard from Robert Sala, the emergence of Quinn and Williams, and Jermaine Johnson missing this game along with Quincy Williams returning? Uh, let's start with Quinn in, which obviously is not a surprise to either me or you. We've been talking about this since before the draft. This is what we expected from him. Uh, you know, and 
it, he's always had a little something that's been kind of holding him back, whether we've talked about this a lot about the rotations and Usala's stubbornness to only play a certain amount of time last year. Uh, they're doing that again this year. And then his rookie year when Greg Williams was just having him take on the blocks to free up other guys. And then fans were getting mad because he wasn't getting any types of sacks, even though he was being asked specifically not to get the sacks. Um, so there's been a lot of stuff like that that's kind of holding him back. And he's still been incredibly excellent the whole time in getting more and more excellent. So it's not a surprise to me uh, or you and a lot of people are listening, of course. Uh, still, Robert Salas, still, you're going to need to come up off that uh, stinginess of, you know, only a certain amount of reps. But that that's great. Um, Jermaine Johnson thing, you know, it, it's a shame because uh, he, he's been playing well, but it's, it's not anything – too concerned about defense is going pretty good right now. Obviously, you got Aaron Rodgers, so you'd like all your weapons. But uh, obviously, Carl Lawson starting to come along. That that's that's huge. So uh, it, I've liked what I've seen out of Jermaine so far, though. That's that's been impressive, uh, especially considering the w- way the rest of this rookie uh, draft class has gone. And then you go back and you look and how they got Jermaine Johnson. Like that, it feels like that's usually the guy that ends up definitely not working out. But everything's working out from this draft class so far. So so uh, you know, go ahead, let him rest, uh, regroup, and come back and attack the rest of the season from there. And Boyer, listen, day we year in year out, this special teams group is above competent, and you know so, uh, you can get a little bit of help sometimes with bad teams. Do end up getting uh, better special teams because you know they have bottom roster players more geared towards uh, whatever. But they're for a decade this team has struggled in almost every area and Brent Boyer has been able to be an excellent special teams coach uh throughout his time here and I'm absolutely 100% with you on the kicker situation thing but I will give him some credit because uh, he manages to get like at least a, a, a few weeks out of kickers doing even better than they should before it all falls apart because they're just not that good. So uh, this is one area where I think I'm going to actually lay a lot of the blame at Joe Douglas's feet, which I'm not going to do pretty much any other area. But I think this is more on the Joe Douglas go out and get the guy or at least be willing to go get the guy that Brad Boyer probably wants. Uh, because I, I, I don't think that Brent Boyer has gotten to call his shot in that area at least. But also, you know, that we've talked about this for a while. They're getting close now to being a full out completing, get, should be expected to complete for, for the playoffs now. They're getting right up there. So this offseason, Joe Douglas has to find the answer there. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. 
And Ramp Software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, let's get into the props, and we'll start with the game spread and the over-under. The Jets are seven-point underdogs heading into Lambeau Field. The over-under is 45.5. I really like the over here because you've got Aaron Rodgers on one side. I know there's been some struggles there with that offense, but still, it's Aaron Rodgers. And on the other side, you've got a Jets offense that has been cooking against the Packers defense that has been getting cooked. So 45.5, I think the over here makes a lot of sense. What do you think? I'd stay away from that because I, I, it's a lower number, and I think that I'd probably lean towards it hitting for everything that you said. But I, I don't have a ton of faith in either of these offenses right now to cook, um, like put up huge points. But I, I'm gonna, I'll be more comfortable actually taking the points for the Jets here. Give me the spread points. They just got back from London, man. They had a disappointing loss there. They had to fly back. Uh, now adjust back to the time. I, I don't know, man. Uh, that, that I will take the, this plus seven points. That, that deep, the Green Bay defense, they still cannot stop anybody from running the ball. So I don't think this is going to be a game. We'll, we'll talk more about this briefly where Zach Wilson's throwing it all over the place, but I think the Jets can, can put up a lot of yards. So that's why I'm leaning the under though. Cause I think the the clock's going to be running a lot. So I, I, I like, I, I'll just take the points. Speaking of Zach Wilson and whether or not he's going to be throwing the ball around a lot, passer props, Chris, Aaron Rodgers over under 1.5 touchdowns, Zach Wilson over under 1.5 touchdowns as well. Passing yards over under 243.5 for Aaron Rodgers over under 216.5 for Zach Wilson. Completions over under 23.5 for Aaron Rodgers over under 19.5 for Zach Wilson. Pass attempts. Aaron Rodgers over under 34.5. Zach Wilson over under 33.5. Interceptions. Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson both over under 0.5. So that means if they throw one interception, you would win if you pick the over. Longest completion. Aaron Rodgers over under 34.5. Zach Wilson over under 33.5. And remember, that's not air yards. Last week against the Miami Dolphins, Zach Wilson flicked the ball out to Brees Hall, and Brees Hall took it all the way down to the goal line. So if something like that were to happen again, you would easily get over that 33.5 yards as the over for Zach Wilson's longest completion. And passing and rushing yards combined, Aaron Rodgers over under 249.5, Zach Wilson over under 230.5. All right, so this is uh, another case of it depends. A lot of it will depend on how you see this game playing out. Because right now, I think listening to that, the, the thing that I – immediately jumped out to most was maybe give me uh, the unders on Zach Wilson attempts. Uh, I like that. I think that they'll be, again, they'll, they'll be running the ball. The Packers haven't been able to stop anybody running in like seven years. Uh, that run defense has been just abysmal for a long time. Um, you know, and 
we all know how this goes. They'll end up like stopping the Jets and uh, holding them to a total of like 13 rushing yards now that I've been saying this <laughs> so declaratively like this. But I, I think that's where I would lean. Uh, I, I'd, feel, I'd feel pretty good about taking the uh, over on the Rodgers yards there. Uh, the Zach Wilson yards, uh, man, that's low. So that's tempting to go over with. But uh, I, again, I, I, the Jets want – to control the clock, run the clock, make this a ground game. So the Jets want that number to come down low. I'm certainly not like, you know, on all the way on board saying I trust the Jets completely to pull it off. But that flying back from London thing is is really sticking with me. So I'll I'll take the over on on the Aaron Rodgers uh touchdowns and the yards. But I think my favorite is the uh, the the under on the attempts for Zach Wilson. Rushing props, carries, Aaron Jones over under 13.5, A.J. Dillon over under 11.5, Brees Hall over under 12.5, Michael Carter over under 7.5, and then in terms of rushing yards, Aaron Jones over under 61.5, Aaron Rodgers over under 1.5, A.J. Dillon over under 50.5, Brees Hall over under 59.5, Michael Carter over under 31.5, Zach Wilson over under 9.5. The two obvious ones here are Aaron Jones and Brees Hall, but because they're so obvious, I'd be nervous about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely makes sense, especially the Aaron Jones one, um, just because – and, I mean, this should apply to the Jets, too. Actually, it does apply to the Jets. It applied to him last week a little bit, too, if you noticed that Michael Carter was getting burned there. Um, this is a Shanahan type of thing that they do, too. They do this all the time where one week you'll see the lead back, you know, get 20-whatever touches, and then he's not even suited up the next week because they will go on with the back due to the matchups. Uh, Green Bay does this, too, so maybe sometimes Dylan might get more touches than you thought. They're trying to split that up a lot, too, which is why if I'm going – on if I have any interest in betting the carries on those Green Bay guys, I'm going under on them. I would stay away from it though completely because unless you think you know how the game's playing out, uh, there's just so much variables. You don't know which one gets a hot hand. Um, and then I always, if you're betting uh, things like that, rushing yards, especially good running backs, go just take the yards because I don't how many uh, attempts Brees Hall has doesn't concern me because he can, you know, break one of them for like 76 yards and get it on the over there. So I'll stay away from all the Packers uh, rushers there uh, just because of the way they split it up. But give me both the overs on uh, – I'm not going to do the touches, the carries, but on yardage, Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Again, Green Bay defense cannot stop the, the run. Uh I'll, you said Zach Wilson's nine and a half yards there. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go ahead and take that. At I, I figure he'll probably run for ten against this. Uh, you know, it'll it won't be design runs. It'll be scrambled. Nobody open. They'll scamper for ten yards. I, I'd go ahead and throw a little on that. But I like give me Brees Hall and Michael Carter overs um, all day, all, all day, and definitely I'd go big on a Brees Hall uh, rushing and receiving yards. I'd go real big on that. 
Receiving props, receptions, Aaron Jones over under 3.5, A.J. Dillon over under 1.5, Alan Lazard over under 3.5, Brees Hall over under 2.5, Corey Davis over under 3.5, Elijah Moore over under 3.5, Garrett Wilson over under 4.5, Michael Carter over under 1.5, Randall Cobb over under 3.5, Robert Tanyan over under 2.5, Romeo Dubs over under 4.5, Tyler Conklin over under 2.5 And now the receiving yards, Chris Aaron Jones over under 21.5 A.J. Dillon over under 12.5 Alan Lazard over under 46.5 Brees Hall over under 19.5 Corey Davis over under 37.5 Elijah Moore over under 36.5 Garrett Wilson over under 45.5 Michael Carter over under 11.5 Randall Cobb over under 38.5 Robert Tanyan over under 24.5, Romeo Dubs over under 49.5, Tyler Conklin over under 20.5. Yeah, so go ahead. I'll I'll just start off again. Uh, Give me the Brees Hall and the Michael Carter overs. Um, Give me the Michael Carter over on um, receptions as well. I'll probably take the Brees Hall on that, actually. give, Give them all both those overs. I like them. On the ground, in the air, the combo, and um, again, I stay away from the carries, but I like both of them to hit on the overs of receptions there. Um, it's the Jets receiver situation. This is going to be where we're going into the territory where I almost feel like you just have to stay away completely from all Argo unders because there's too many. I don't know where, where they're going to go. Uh, there's, there's there's too many options right now. Now, they're not all cooking as much as you want right now. But Elijah Moore, I still think Elijah Moore would be, like, my favorite in that I had to get the most yards because I still think Zach and him have the connection. I think Garrett Wilson might be the one who can get open in the most dangerous situations the most. So Zach should be looking at him the most. But then I also still think Corey Davis, being Corey Davis and being less, you know, a deadly to a defense, they'll free him up more. So there's so many ways I could see that going. So that splitting it up, I, I, I'll stay away from them. Um, I do, I do like the, the Packers running backs overs uh, and the receptions as well. And then Aaron Rodgers still loves Randall Cobb. So I, I feel really good about going on the over receptions for Randall Cobb because Man, all this talk about Aaron Rodgers and his receivers over the years, and he got Randall Cobb back just to throw him the ball all day long. So, yeah, I feel good about that that for sure, all those ones. Defensive props, sacks, Carl Lawson over under .25, Dean Lowry over under .25, Jaron Reed over under .25, Kenny Clark over under .75, Quinnen Williams over under .75, tackles and assists, Sauce Gardner over under 3.5. CJ Mosley over under 9.5. That seems pretty high. DJ Reed over under 4.5. Darnell Savage over under 3.5. Devondre Campbell over under 7.5. Eric Stokes over under 3.5. Jordan Whitehead over under 4.5. Kenny Clark over under 3.5. And LaMarcus Joyner over under 5.5. There's not a lot I, I like here. Um, I, you know, I... Sacks are going to hit. There's going to be sacks on, on both sides of this uh, predicting who. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to go, and I feel pretty safe about this one. I'll roll the dice on Carl Lawson going over on the sacks there. I like that. I think he's getting cooking a little bit. 
he's starting to ramp up. Um, Packers offensive line is not what it used to be. Uh, and I think, uh, okay, I'll just, I think right now the number on Carl Lawson sacks, it, it's going to be going up. <laughs> the price of bricks going up now. Uh, so this is this is as cheap as it's going to go. I'll get, go ahead and try to get some of that value right now because I think it's going to just go up from here. You know, uh, in a vacuum, C.J. Mosley at this point in his career, I'm thinking that's, that sounds a little high. But considering the, the Green Bay offense, how much they like to run the ball and how much uh, short passing they, they're using now, uh, I, I can see that going. I, that's not a number that I, that I like to – that I'm trying to hit, uh, you know. You're gonna if you do that, you're gonna have to sweat that out. But uh, I think they'll be doing that a lot. If he plays the full game, I think he would probably go over that. But yeah, that, those generally aren't aren't the types of prop bets I love to get in on. Special teams props over under 1.5 field goals for both Greg the Leg Zerline and Mason Crosby, who is one of my favorite kickers in the NFL for obvious reasons. Greg the Leg Zerline's over under kicking points is 5.5. Mason Crosby's 7.5. PATs made Greg the Leg Zerline over under 1.5. Mason Crosby over under 2.5. And total team punts. Both teams combined, the over under is 7.5. So four each. That's that's a lot of punts. That's but I can absolutely see it. Yeah, and I'm I'm just gonna stop thinking about it because that's a stay away. I can see either anything. That's a lot of punts, but I can absolutely see that going over. So I don't feel comfortable with that. Uh, I I can't. I I should feel very comfortable. I should want to hammer the Zerline ones, and I would if I had any faith in Zerline really is what it is. I just, I'm not, I'm not betting on him to, to make those field goals. I just can't do it there. I'm not there. Um, and I, I have more faith and trust in Mason Crosby, but I don't know that I trust the, I, I'd go unders on, on the on and I'd stay away from the Zerline one if I'm touching any of it. I'm going to peel the curtain back a little bit for you now because during the game this past Sunday when Zach Wilson ran in his touchdown, I texted Chris and asked, for the second week in a row, did you wager on a Zach Wilson anytime touchdown? And his response was simply a gif of Scrooge McDuck swimming in a vault filled with gold coins. So clearly, Chris won two weeks in a row betting on an anytime touchdown from Zach Wilson. You may want to pay attention to this part because we're about to do touchdown props. And maybe Chris feels like it's a good idea to bet on a Zach Wilson anytime touchdown for a third week in a row. I'll let him tell you after I run through the odds here on the touchdowns. Aaron Jones, minus 140. A.J. Dillon, plus 125. Alan Lazard, plus 145. Robert Tanyan, plus 150. Randall Cobb, plus 150. Brees Hall, plus 165. Romeo Dubs, plus 180. Michael Carter, plus 200. Kind of like that. They've been using him a lot down by the goal line. Elijah Moore, plus 300. Corey Davis, plus 310. Garrett Wilson, plus 330. Tyler Conklin, plus 425. I know he only had a touchdown the first week, but I got a hunch he's due, as the great Lou Brown would have said in the movie Major League. Green Bay Packers defense and special teams plus 450. Aaron Rodgers plus 500. CJ Ozama plus 650. Samari Torre 
plus 650. Amari Rogers, plus 650. Zach Wilson, plus 700. So if you believe Zach Wilson's going to do it a third week in a row, plus 700, pretty good odds. Jets defense and special teams, plus 750. Braxton Berrios, plus 850. That might be worth a shot because they might use him on a gadget play like they did this past week against the Dolphins. Tyler Davis, plus 950. Ty Johnson, plus 1100. Josiah DeGara, plus 1200. Mercedes Lewis, plus 1200. Jeff Smith, plus 1900. Lawrence Cager, plus 2500. Jeremy Ruckert, plus 2500. Denzel Mims, plus 2500. And Patrick Taylor, plus 2800. All right. So we'll start on the Packers side of the ball. You know, obviously, if, if you want to take a Packer, you. Darren Jones, the number says it right there. Uh, comfortable. He'll probably get you a touchdown. Of course, the value is not great there. Uh, AJ Dillon, plus 120 is not enough for me to, to do that, though. Although, <laughs> I do think there's a good chance he gets one. Again, they, they'll switch drives, so he could just be getting the goal and carry some drives. Um, but... That's not enough of a number for me there. Uh, and I'm going to stay away from the Packers receivers, uh, similar to what I was talking about with the Jets there. Uh, you could go a lot of different ways there. Uh, I'd probably like Mazard uh, as the receiver, just goal line situation to get that. Uh, but the number's not good enough. Um, I will I will be good on taking some breeze tall. I'll, I don't love the number there either, but, and then I am in agreement with you on Michael Carter. I think the value is there on Michael Carter. I think there's value uh, on Corey Davis, not as much as, as I have thought in the past, but I think there is. And then I'm a hundred percent with you on Tyler Conklin. This I've, I've expected more out of Tyler Conklin this year. And it's a lot is due to him. He's had some drops, some bad plays, some mistakes there. I I think he's going to – I'm not saying he's going to come on and be a huge thing, but he's going to start scoring touchdowns. He's going to start making some plays here. I'll go ahead and and guess that this week is one that he can get a touchdown in there. And then for the third straight week, am I going to do it with Zach Wilson? And no, I'm not. I'm going to stay away. <laughs> this is interesting, though, because it was 800 two weeks ago. They dropped it down to 600, and I was like, hmm, they're trying. Well, I'm still going to do it, and now they bumped it back up to 700. The reason I'm staying away from it this time, though, is because of, again, the porous uh, Packers run defense. I think that if they're getting close to the goal line, that they'll be able to just hand it off to Mike Carter, Breesall, or just throw it in. I don't think that they're that they'll Zach Wilson will need that little extra scramble, or they'll do the razzle dazzle trick trickeration need to lean on that as much i think they get down the goal, goal line and they'll feel comfortable just running it in there so oh I, I this week i'm gonna stay away i'm gonna recommend staying away i do not think zach wilson is gonna hit it three times in a row and i'm gonna stay away from barrios as well this week even though i also hit that one at what plus 850 or something last week so uh those those long odds are going good, but I, I, I'm going to sh shy away from them this week. Chris, before we run, I want to turn it over to our friend Walter Cherpinski over at WalterFootball.com for his weekly picks, courtesy of PrizePicks.com. I really enjoy their daily fantasy matchups. I get in my entries with 
player projections. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. It's easy to play, and you could participate in a variety of different sports. It doesn't have to just be the NFL. It could be the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, anything you want, they've got it at prizepicks.com. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that simple. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepicks.com and sign up and play fantasy sports right now. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match of up to 100 bucks with promo code PLAJ. If you deposit 100 bucks, PrizePix will give you 100 bucks. If you deposit 50, PrizePix will give you 50. Don't forget, enter the promo code PLAJ at sign up for an instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Walter, the floor is yours, my friend. Thanks, Scott. Let's begin with the Jets as usual. They're seven and a half point underdogs in Green Bay this week. I actually like the Packers, sorry to say. Uh, I know the Jets won big last week against the Dolphins, but it was a close game entering the fourth quarter. If Mike Kosicki doesn't drop a pass uh, at the 30-yard line of the Jets, uh, Miami takes the lead uh, into the fourth quarter, and the Jets, uh, they set up on a short field after a missed field goal after that, and they kind of took off after there. I I think that was a misleading win. Uh, The Jets' victories this year have come against backup quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a different animal. I I know he's struggled a bit lately, uh, but coming off a loss uh, under the Matt LaFleur regime, uh, the Packers are 10-0 straight up and against the spread. Uh, The Packers are going to want redemption after being embarrassed in London. Um, Matt Matt LaFleur did not travel well. Uh, He he missed meetings. He was very grumpy. He was asking what time it was. He was very frustrated. I I think he's going to take it out on the Jets. Uh, I like the Packers to bounce back big this week. Uh, Staying in the AFC East, I like the Dolphins uh, plus three against the Vikings. Uh, everyone loves the Vikings this week, uh, except for the Sharps. So the Sharp betters are on, are on Miami, uh, and it's easy to see why. Uh, I think the Vikings are very fraudulent 4-1. and one. Uh, They had a great win over Green Bay in Week 1, uh, or so people thought. Uh, Green Bay was missing half its roster that week. Uh, ever since then, uh, the Packer or the Vikings were destroyed uh, by the Eagles in Week 2. Uh, they barely survived the Lions in Week 3. Uh, they needed a missed field goal against the Saints, who were missing Alvin Kamara in Week 4, uh, and then uh, the Bears almost beat them in Week 5. I, I don't think the Vikings are as good as the record says they are. Uh, Miami's starting a backup quarterback, but I, I like good teams playing backup quarterbacks. Uh, I think Miami, with their, their great receivers, should be able to take advantage of Minnesota's terrible secondary. Uh, staying in Florida, I like the Jaguars plus 2.5 against the Colts. Uh, everyone saw the Jaguars uh, lose to the Texans last week. No one wants to bet them now. Um, I do, though. Uh, the Jaguars outgained the Texans by 200 yards last week. They just had a lot of uh, misfortune in the red zone. Just just uh, mental mistakes by, by them. I expect them to bounce back here. Uh, you know, I think they were flat coming off that Eagles game where they fought hard. They were up 14-0. Uh, they blew it uh, in the second half, but um, I, I th- they're the better team than the Colts. The Colts can't block at all. The Colts are also missing Shaq Leonard and one of their starting defensive ends. Uh, and the Jaguars have a top-10 pass rush, so they should be able to take advantage of the, the issues the Colts have on their offensive line. And Matt Ryan can't stop turning the ball over. He leads the league in, in interceptions and fumbles. Uh, 
Uh, I think Jacksonville is going to take advantage of that once again. Uh, I like the Falcons plus five and a half against the 49ers. Uh, seems dicey here, but the 49ers, uh, they could be looking ahead to next week's matchup against the Buccaneers. You know, it's a Super Bowl, or it's a Chiefs rather, uh, Super Bowl rematch uh, for them. Um, and the 49ers, they're missing 10 starters this week. Uh, it assumes Nick Bosa is gonna, not going to play. Uh, he was uh, he missed practice Wednesday, Thursday. He was limited Friday uh, with a groin. I, I don't think they risk him on turf, uh, especially with a big revenge game against the Chiefs coming up. Uh, and, you know, given that the 49ers are missing 10 starters, I don't think they deserve to be favored by almost a touchdown on the road. Uh, Atlanta's been very feisty. They're, they've covered every single spread this year. Uh, I think they keep it close again. Uh, finally, I like the Eagles minus 6.5 on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Dallas has been 4-1 uh, and one this year. I, I think this is another fraudulent 4-1. and one. Uh, I think Dallas is better than Minnesota. Uh, but Dallas's strength is their great pass rush. They've played some bad offensive lines. This Eagles team has one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Uh, they get Jordan May a lot of back from injury. They're completely healthy. They're actually the only team uh, in the NFL with no starters on the injury report. Uh, meanwhile, Dallas uh, may not have CeeDee Lamb. Uh, CeeDee Lamb missed Friday's practice with a hip injury. Uh, so if he's out, that makes it that makes it even easier for the Eagles. I think this game resembles the Week 2 uh, Eagles uh, blowout victory over Minnesota. Now, the spread's higher than that was. Uh, this is 6.5. Uh, that was 2.5. But still, I, I think the Eagles win this one uh, fairly easily because they can nullify uh, Dallas's greatest strength. So those are the WalterFootball.com Week 6 picks against the spread. Back to you, Scott. Thanks, Walter, and thank you for listening. Make sure to check out everything that Walter is doing over at WalterFootball.com and everything we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns on our channel right now, including one for every single Jets draft pick. Watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, TeePublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com, that's t-e-e-public.com, and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com.